Well, I'm now joined for the first time in three years by John Murphy from John A. Sinnott and Co. Solicitors. You're looking well, John. You're looking younger. I haven't seen you for a while. And indeed yourself too, Alan. <laughs> anyway, congratulations. Look, on, on a human uh, way, your granddad for the first time. So, ha- congratulations. This week, this week our right. eldest daughter produced a lovely little girl on Tuesday morning. So, um, what did you yeah. call her? What did they call her? Poppy. 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 Ah, oh, lovely yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Well, happy happy granddad, doting granddad. If you call me granddad, I'm not coming in again. You've seen it in another three years. Uh, we had a huge response to your session the last time about wills. Long after you finished talking to me, there were co- still comments coming in, so you're going to revisit that next time out. But today you're going to look at family law. So we have the first question for you. Recently separated, can't apply for divorce yet. I want to get legally separated, but my spouse does not. What can I do? Well, first of all, um, we are, as solicitors, expected to talk to people about counselling. Is it possible that the relationship might be saved? Uh, Your listener indicates that it's too late for that. So the next thing I'd be suggesting is mediation, that they arrange a meeting with a mediator, and a mediator is not there to bring them back together. Sometimes the word is misunderstood. A mediator is there to try and organise how they're going to separate And if they can come up with a mediated agreement, they then go off to their solicitors and put a separation agreement together. Separation agreement is like a contract where you sign it up and it it decides who's going to do what, who's going to get what property, uh, what arrangements for access with children, all that kind of thing. And it's a contract. It's not a court order. It's a contract between two people, an agreement. Right. Okay. So mediation is the key. Um, uh, Is that enough on that one or do you want to move on? Well... Because um, another one for you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Right, I, I know couples must have been living apart for two years in order to apply for divorce. My husband and I have been living apart for only a few months. Prior to that, we lived in the same house but rarely saw each other and certainly didn't have a normal marriage for years. Can I start divorce proceedings at this stage? Yes. Uh, there was a landmark decision in uh, back in 2000, I think, where a couple living under the same roof were deemed to be living separate and apart and... You know, due to their particular circumstances, they continued to live in the same house, but obviously in separate rooms and lived very separate lives. And that was accepted as being separate and apart. Right. I One more question, and then I want to get on to the whole background to this. Like, what is a legal separation? Or would you like to go and look at it before I go on to question three for you? Because t- talk to us a bit about separation and divorce, what the requirements to apply for divorce are. Like, yeah. we've taken a question or two first, and now yeah. maybe we should get back into the core of it. Sure. Um, first of all, in relation to separation, we've mentioned already that that can be done by a, an agreement. Uh, often... Sometimes people can sort that out themselves with help from their solicitors, but I think it's a very good idea to go to a mediator where everybody's in the same room. It it saves expense uh, if people can tolerate each other in the same room. Um, The mediator has a function to play there. Sometimes a mediator would see the two people together, might see one of them on their own, then put them out of the room and see the other person on their own and try and get minds thinking alike. So uh, time and money can be saved if people can do it that way. Not everybody can, but it often works. And a legal separation as opposed to a divorce, what's the difference? Well, a legal separation, which can be done by the agreement we've just mentioned, or can be done by a court application for a judicial separation. Yeah. That's a court order saying... And what is the judicial separation then? Court order saying that you are now separated. And the court order would also make um, 
provisions about access to children and custody and maintenance right. and property adjustment. In other words, who's going to own the family home? Is it going to continue to be owned jointly until the youngest child gets to maybe 18 or 23 if they're still in full-time education? What's to happen then? Is the house to be sold? Are the proceeds to be divided 60-40 or 50-50? Uh, who contributed to the house? All those kind of things can be in the judicial separation order. But when you get separated, either by an agreement or by a court order, you're still married. Okay. Your marriage is still in place. So your partner or your spouse is still your spouse. You're not divorced. And now... Since the referendum, which shortens the uh, divorce period back to two years, that people have been living apart for two years, uh, you can do separation if you've been living apart for uh, one year, or even shorter if, for instance, there's adultery involved. That's what the law says. Um, so uh, most times now, people don't go for judicial separation because the time period is quite short. And you'll usually find, if you explore it, that there has not been a normal marital relationship right. uh, for quite some time, and therefore the two-year period... What do, you, what do you recommend mostly, John? Divorce. Divorce. Yeah. If, 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 if it's a situation where the only thing you can do, for instance, um, if everything seemed to be going well and people were in the same uh, bedroom, the same bed, let's say, up to last month, and suddenly there was a discovery of adultery and somebody decides, that's it, I'm out I'm of this relationship, I want a divorce. Yeah. Now, in those situations, you can't go for a divorce because they were not in any way living apart for the last two years. So you could move then and do a judicial separation. And once you get that, or on the way to it, because it's going to take a while to get to court on it, you can then convert it right. into, into an application for divorce. So you can get started... But you couldn't go immediately for a divorce. Now, put children into the equation then. In relation to the care of children, can you explain the difference between custody and guardianship? Well, uh, guardianship often comes up when you have um, an unmarried couple. The mother is automatically a guardian of the child. The father, under Irish law, is not automatically a guardian. He can be made a guardian by the mother signing a very simple statutory declaration, which is a sworn statement. Uh, sometimes people won't do that and so the father of the child can apply to the district court for a guardianship order which if everything is going along pretty normally even if the couple aren't together anymore uh, a father will usually get that um, the court, what the court is always looking for is what is in the best interests of the child right. what kind of a life does he lead you know if he's if he's a bit of a drunken louse he probably won't get guardianship but in most circumstances um is that uh, your pacemaker going off or is your phone going off? There's something's going off in the studio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my phone, yeah. Is on, my phone is on silent, but yes, it's, it's yeah, going off, yeah. No. I, I don't think I have a pacemaker yet. No. <laughs> I, I only use the pacemaker on, on, Mondays. on Mondays. John, I'm going to have to wrap it up in a second. It's, it's a fascinating subject. Can we go back then just to round off by looking at question number three, which is, and I'll just bring it to you, um, my husband and I are separated. Even though we both agree the marriage has ended, I'm finding everything was very difficult to deal with, I don't want to reconcile, but I'm still finding the process very upsetting. So, it's and an interesting indeed, one. Indeed, a lot of people do, and that's really the purpose of mediation. Uh, and again, I emphasise, mediation is not about bringing people back together, it's about talking yeah. about how they are going to separate. Now, instead of going immediately to a solicitor, who's then writing to the other side solicitor, and 
sometimes these things aren't handled perhaps as sensibly as they should be uh, we would always recommend that the couple first go to mediation it's it's private it's all in one room everybody's there together and there's there's no kind of disclosure to outside parties or indeed even solicitors so I'd highly recommend uh, to that lady um, mediation Great to talk to you and you, good to see you. I, I, I am going to say congratulations, Granddad, again, and hopefully <laughs> you won't leave for three years to come back to me again. <laughs> Indeed, and, I won't. And to wish you and your, your new granddaughter, Poppy, the very best. Thank them. you very much, Alan. Uh, John will be back uh, sooner rather than later, and he's going to revisit that whole topic of wills because that created quite a stir. So we look into that in detail in the, the next time he visits.